If this is your first time listening to the Moxie OT podcast, you're probably here for the insightful interviews with occupational therapy practitioners discussing their use of evidence-based practice. If that is the case, you'll want to check out some of our previous episodes, because this episode is a little different. On this episode, we're going to have some lighthearted fun. If you've been following our social media or listened to our recent World Federation of Occupational Therapy Congress recap, you know producer Brian and I recently traveled with some great OTs and their great spouses. As you know, OTPs love talking about OT, and therefore their spouses get to know a lot about the profession. So we thought it'd be fun to find out just how much they know. Welcome to OT Spouse Trivia, where we test if you've really been listening. Today, I'd like to welcome to the game show my spouse and podcast producer, Brian Zira, Nick Schmidt, spouse of Dr. Bridget Hahn, Ryan Hardy, spouse of Dr. Eugenia Popova, and Chris Brodecki, spouse of Eileen Brodecki. And in our audience today, we have your spouses. Welcome, Dr. Bridget Hahn and Eileen Brodecki. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. It's great to be here. Hello. Hello. Okay, so here are the rules. In rounds one through three, we'll ask you each individually a question that your spouse thinks you should know about OT. If you answer incorrectly, the other players will get a chance to ring in. Round four will be a bonus round, and anyone will have a chance to ring in. Everyone got it? Got it. Sounds good. Okay. Here we go. Round one, we're starting with producer Brian. I'm ready. Brian, what is the primary cognitive strategy taught in the co-op approach? Uh, oh, I know this one uh, because I, I hear it all the time, I think. I hope I know it. Is this goal plan do check? That is correct. One point for Brian. <laughs> yeah, and um, it, makes, it makes sense too. It's such a great... Like, I, I do it, like, for work stuff. Awesome. And I know Chris is mad because he was hoping for that question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was all hoping for the easy ones. <laughs> the, the easy ones? What are you talking about? That wasn't easy. Depends on who your spouse <laughs> is. Yeah. Let's say I hear that one at least once, usually multiple times a week, so. <laughs> Holy. Okay. So, Nick, this one's for you. What does right. the acronym... AMPS stand for? Oh boy. <laughs> um, I like to use uh, my phone a friend. <laughs> Does anyone want to buzz in? No, no, no. No, no? no? Well, okay. Are you trying to phone Bridget right now? No, I'm trying to think of what it stands for. Um, a it's AMPS. I've heard AMPS many times. Um, do, do, I'm going to have to open it up to everybody. Okay. Buzz in if you think you know the answer. Is there a motor in there? Oh, my God. There is a motor in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Do we get points for creativity? Maybe you get a half a point for motor. AMPS, eh? American oh something, something. Gentlemen. <laughs> Bridget, would you like to share with us? Sure, yeah. It's the assessment of motor and process skills. 
Uh, which Bridget did a whole knowledge translation project on that for her doctorate. Totally. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong podcast. <laughs> okay, now, Ryan, this one's for you, and you're <sighs> going to get it. I know you are. This is okay? no way. <laughs> <laughs> what does the acronym IRM stand for? Oh, it's the Intentional Relationship Model. It sure is. Nice job. Yeah, One point cool. for Ryan. <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> you okay. didn't get amps, though. <laughs> Nobody got amps. I didn't think it would be so hard. Okay. Chris, what is the primary cognitive... Oh, Chris, I wrote down the same question for you and Brian. Okay. I got... Full plan, do check. You got... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I think I he does meant not to... get points for that one. <laughs> I think I meant to change Brian's. To... Okay, um, let me think of another question here quickly for Chris. Chris, who developed the co-op approach? Was it somebody at Rush? No, <laughs> that's a no really idea. hard question. That's not fair. <laughs> Not fair. It's a really hard one. Um, it's I think we should give him half a point for mentioning Rush. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the plugs in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, it was Helen Polentanko, and that's not fair, and I'm going to have to come up with a bonus question for Chris at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, round two. Nick, we're starting with you this time. Ready. What? What is the medical term for when a person is unable to express themselves after a stroke? Oh, I know what this is. Um, if I pronounce a little funny, but you get the idea, do I still get it correct? Probably. It's a uh, aphasia. That was perfect. Yay. Nice job. <laughs> Point for Nick. Okay. Good work, Nick. Good work, Nick. <laughs> All right. Next one's for Ryan. Okay, Ryan, what does the acronym M-O-H-O -O stand for? The model of human occupation. Oh, Ryan's been listening. So <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm actually, Brian, you're next on the list, but since you and Chris have this very similar OT knowledge so I can make up that last round, I'm going to give this question to Chris. Then I'm going to come up with another one for Brian. Okay, okay. Chris, what does the assessment, the COPM, or Canadian Occupational Performance Measure, assess? What? It measures both their function levels or something like that, as well as their, like, how happy they are with where they're testing on the assessments. We're going to give you a point for that. Wow. Nice job. <laughs> That's, um, a point. That's a point and a half. Wow, that was, <laughs> yeah. was textbook, yeah. man. <laughs> it was their um, perceived satisfaction and performance of their goals. Okay, so I'm going to really confuse myself. Now I need a question for Ryan or for Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, Brian, what is the purpose? of neuromuscular electrical stimulation? Uh, to uh, 
bring electricity back to nerves that maybe weren't working so well before mm, can i get a can, is this is this like wait wait can i get a hint uh it's it doesn't really impact your nerves uh it looks cool and feels great <laughs> <laughs> All right, do, do any other players want to buzz in? <laughs> I'm going to go with the looks cool, feels great. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is so weird to not have voluntary movement of your hand. <laughs> but it's what? It's retraining the neural pathways and everything to like help remap. Well, yeah, so it's stimulating the muscle with the hope of retraining those neural pathways. Now I'm gonna I'm going to um, turn this over to the other OTs in the audience to see if I explained that well enough, or would you say it differently? I think you did a nice job. I was thinking that the same thing. I was like, oh, how would I explain that a little more? Yes, basically trying to get a, a muscle contraction through an electrical impulse. Right. The less less to do with the nervous system is we would like to hope typically yeah i agree okay. we always hope that you bring the stim down so that the patient the patient takes over the volitional control <laughs> thank you eileen that's great <laughs> okay now let's see if sarah can get it together for round three <laughs> okay so this time we're starting with ryan ryan what mm -hmm. is a goniometer used for goniometer mm -hmm. isn't that for like measuring the uh flexibility in a, a like a, a digit like a finger or whatever it could be or a joint okay joint flexibility is it joint flexibility Row range of motion range of motion <laughs> all right we're gonna give you that point yeah <laughs> Um, okay. Actually, Ryan is in the lead with three points. Um, he was totally, nice. <laughs> he was totally <laughs> studying before this. <laughs> okay, Chris, this one's for you. All right. All right. If I had a stroke and could not move the left side of my body, what part of my brain would have been affected? Well, on the left, that would have been a like right brain bleed, right? Correct could have been ischemic it could have been um hemorrhagic but it would have been oh the fair might not have been a bleed yep <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm in an mcat study prep session <laughs> you don't oh. get points for for saying mcat by the way yeah especially since none of us took the mcat he's been watching er that's been our current binge watching show <laughs> Okay. And they're wildly unrealistic expectation of where the hospital is that you can go to the yes. for, for lunch. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> for our listeners, it, if you've ever watched the show ER, their geography of Chicago is terrible. <laughs> okay, so Brian with a B. This is an interesting one. We'll see. We'll see. I might have to um, get my judges to weigh in on the, your answer. How would an OT describe the word occupation? Uh, an occupation is uh, the 
things in life that you want to do or that you need to do, uh, the, uh, they're grouped into uh, activities of daily living. I know it's, they're categorized into activities of daily living. So they are, I would, I would say that's kind of a way to describe them, like the activities of daily living, washing yourself, you know, caring is for that, yourself. Is that all an occupation is, is your self-care? No, it's the things you uh, the things you have to do, like clean yourself, feed yourself, and it's the things you want to do, like you know, go for a run or go for you know, read a book or go to the library, things like that. Excellent. <sighs> <laughs> what I say is the things you need to do, want to do, or are expected to do. But Bridget gave you a little Thumbs heart emoji, so. <laughs> Well done, Brian. Well done. Thanks. (laughs) Okay, Nick, last question for round three. Ready. Okay, Nick, who developed the assessment of motor and process skills? Now, this one's a piece of cake. Now I'm worried I get it wrong, but I think it's Ann Fisher. That is correct. Nice job. (laughs) Nice, nice. (laughs) Okay. All right, so the current scoreboard is Ryan and Chris are at three, and Brian and Nick are tied for second with two. Unless I got it wrong, so please let me know if you've been keeping score. (laughs) All right, so round four, bonus round. Anyone can buzz in. So do you have... Oh, Chris already buzzed in. I'm clearing him out. (laughs) All right. Okay, so anyone can buzz in. Uh, first question: Name one instrumental activity of daily living. Oh, Brian buzzed in. I'm gonna say cooking. That is correct. Is it instrumental because you use an instrument, or because it's instrumental in not dying? So the categories that you were trying to describe earlier were was. ADLs, which we usually consider basic ADLs, and then so that's your self-care. Then instrumental ADLs, which is like caring for your home, um, slightly more complex activities. And then we have um, work and leisure and play. And I actually don't know if the OTPF has divided them up differently. Like, have they added like sleep and wellness as separate, or is that an that's an instrumental ADLs, right? I think rest and sleep is separate now and um, okay. health management. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> I was just looking at this. <laughs> I know. I actually, someone else teaches the OTPF and I teach the OTIPM. So I'm not always as sharp on my OTPF as I should be. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Lots of acronyms and um, apologies. <laughs> Number two for the bonus round. In the U.S., how many level two field experiences must an OTR complete before graduating? Okay, Ryan was the first to buzz in. It's two. Two, that is correct. Now, Ryan, you can get two bonus points if you know how long each experience is. Oh, shit. Uh, one is for sure four months. No. 
<laughs> I love the confidence. I love the I, confidence. I know. For sure. I'm like, hmm. Uh, level two feel works. One, okay, one has got to be at least the length of a semester, four months. I'm going with four months and two months or something. I don't know. I'm just throwing numbers. Okay, out. so that is incorrect. Does anyone else want to try? I was going to say, I'm going to go with five months because I'm trying to remember, like, I know you usually get a student in January and sometime <laughs> like mid, late spring that they wrap up. <laughs> All right. The correct answer is, oh, is three months. They're each 12-week oh. <laughs> experiences. <laughs> but Come on. I think those of you that were with your spouse when they went through field work, just remember them being really tired for a long time <laughs> or maybe actually was it brian and you and i the only ones <laughs> uh, yeah uh okay. trying to we're the old people in the group okay all right number three for the bonus round what are paratransit services oh ryan has buzzed in are paratransit services like uh public transportation for people with disabilities from like a like a pace school to a uh, occupation or something like a job or store or something yes that is correct there is no such thing as the pace school but it is, is they're not a school is there not a school <laughs> are you sure no the the thing in chicago they call the paratransit pace and so that's what you're thinking of no but i thought there was oh hang on <laughs> I'm thinking of like some of these, like some of the, the people I have run into that are part of the PACE program that have like down, like in the GG's community, right? And I thought that was, they were coming from a post-secondary school, but maybe not. Maybe they were, but I'm pretty sure they were referring to their PACE bus. <laughs> but that, that was great. You got it right. All right. I'll take that. Okay. Last one for the bonus round. Um, okay. What is the technology Dragon Naturally Speaking used for? All right. I thought Brian would get that one. What What is it, Brian? That's uh, text-to-speech. That is text-to-speech, usually used on your computer. Say Dragon? Excellent. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know why it's called that. Okay. So the winner tonight is drumroll. Ryan, actually, you're all winners because you're married to amazing OTs. <laughs> but really, Ryan, I'll be sending you a worthless certificate right into your email box. <laughs> Thank you. And I'll hang it up behind you at work. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, can you turn the screen around so we can see there's no notes behind you? <laughs> <laughs> See, maybe knock over my board. You know. <laughs> uh oh. Well, When's, you. Uh, when are we doing this again? Oh, Any I don't more know. Questions? Well, I think you... I think next time we get to turn it around on the on the OTs and we'll oh, pick one goodness. of we'll pick, you know, our occupations and ask them <laughs> questions about our <laughs> occupations. Yeah. Actually that's Agreed. a great idea. That's clever. <laughs> clever, right? I feel like that. All right. I like it. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. This has been OT Spouse Trivia. Please check back to this podcast feed for our regularly scheduled and much more informative OT content.